0: Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and this is the first episode of 2021. All right, tell me from the future. Is it it better? (laughs) Okay, so um, today's episode is, of course, timed for this transition of 2020 to 2021. I'm super excited to dive in. Um, but first I have to share a story that I think just kind of goes with what a lot of us feel like 2020 was. So the other day I am getting ready for work and I'm doing my hair and makeup and, um, my daughter's in the room, my youngest, and she's working on, a she's making a book out of like toilet paper squares and she's like drawing it and she's like telling me like mom this is my dream book and like showing me like look this is a rainbow and and i'm like oh yeah it's really cool honey and like i'm i'm being you know engaged but multitasking and and she probably worked on it i don't know like 10 15 minutes it's more the idea that you know this was her dream book and towards the end she had to blow her nose so she blew her nose into the dream book, and then threw it away and left the room to watch cartoons. And I was just like, (laughs) you just blew your nose with your dream book. You gave up on your dreams that quickly, huh? Um, So yeah, I feel like that's what 2020 was for me. Blowing my nose with my dream book or my New Year's Eve resolutions. Oh my gosh, do you remember? Seriously, How many slogans for like seminars um, or whatever used the 2020 vision slogan? Oh man, those kind of just went away and got swept under the rug real quick. Like, never mind, never mind, we do not have 2020 vision this year. Okay, it is time for a listener highlight. This one is from Great Day Chiropractic. And it says, I can listen for hours. Lauren is funny, vibrant, and real. Podcasting is hard work, yo. It doesn't say yo. I added that. And I appreciate the time Lauren takes to share her journey with us. Keep slaying. Thank you very much, Great Day Chiropractic. Um, That was so sweet of you to say. Yes, podcasting is this interesting work. I was actually just talking to my family, um, extended family last night about this because they were like, "What episode are you on?" And I'm like, "I don't even know, eighty something, um, not a hundred yet." And like, wow, that's a lot of episodes. And I'm like, yeah. And guess what? It just keeps going. Like, there's just episodes forever. Um, I mean, I guess you could stop, and I have threatened you guys to stop. I think that was a couple episodes ago with Kirby, where he laughed of like, that was a really nice way to thank people and then threatened to stop doing this. Um, But yeah, it's just like when people go like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I'm like, oh, it's forever. Like, just forever. Um, But it is hard work. And I appreciate you guys so much for listening and showing up because, you know, some episodes are good. And I'm sure there are some that you're like, not for me. Hopefully today's a good one, though. Okay, so let's see, before we pray, I have a sticky note saying, remind them we're still hiring. So this is Kirby telling me to let y'all know that we have not found our, our perfect match yet. Um, I think this is mostly because nobody wants to come to Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You guys, it's cool here, kinda. We There's a rumor that we're getting a TJ Maxx um and target is only 45 minutes away. Like it's not that bad. We've got a Walmart and an Aldi, and you've heard my obsession with Aldi. It's basically Trader Joe's. We've got coffee, um you know, it's it's decent. It's totally decent and your money goes really far here. So, you should come work for the coolest pediatric clinic in uh Northwest Wisconsin. That's for sure. I was going to say Wisconsin, but like I know some pretty badass peds, And So in the top, okay, we'll say in the top. Um, come work for us. So send uh, me a DM if you have questions. Or you can just go ahead and send me your resume and let me know, you know, that you want the job to hello at bluehillschiropractic.com. So there you go, Kirby. You're welcome. I let them know we are still hiring and we have not found our perfect match yet. Okay, let's pray and then get this episode going. Dear God, it's a new year. Um, One of the biggest things that has helped me so much with this transition um, is the newness of a year and what that symbolizes as a reset. Uh, Be with everyone who is looking for this reset to feel differently allow us to keep margin for you to do the work that I know you're going to do. Um, And it may not happen in January, it may not happen even in 2021. But allow us to be patient and look for cues that you are, you are at work, because I know you are, I know you're at work now. Um, And this is all, this is all a broken thing that is going to turn into something beautiful. In your name we pray. Amen. Okie doke. So how the hell does one go into, that was a quick transition from praying to swearing, by the way. How do we go into 2021 with resolutions? Like there, I feel like last year I had so many more of the emails and like people doing podcasts, and like, you know, Rachel Hollis is all like blah in your face, like, this is gonna be your year. And even she's kind of like toned it down a notch this year of like, yeah, I don't know, this is a shit show. Um, so, you know, it seems really silly to imagine that we have control over much of what's going to happen in 2021, right? Like, I feel like that's hopefully the biggest lesson that we've learned of like, I can set goals. But really, there is a large amount that is in my control. And there's a large amount that is not. So if you're anything like me, you know, you might be entering like, shoot, I have just hustled my butt off this year And now you want me to look to 2021 and pretend that I think it's all going to go away and that I'm going to magically get this control back and like, yeah, no. Now, if you rested this year, if you didn't have to hustle your ass off to just stay afloat, whether you're in school or starting your practice or you've been in practice for years, um, if you did like a really good job of resting, you may be ready to go boots to the ground. All right, here's what we're going to do. I was not that I pretty much just worked my butt off all year to keep patients on the schedule to keep um, new laws. And like, what are we doing with the regulations of the safety and the this and what does the poster need to say and like all this stuff, you know, to let patients know, do they have to Do they not like somebody was exposed, what am I supposed to do there? And then I started eating a lot. And so then I'm like, Oh, shoot, gaining weight now trying to lose weight. Um you know, shoot, stress is building up, I need to meditate, I need to do yoga, I tried CBD, Um, then back to the clinic. Oh, no, no, this is a bad week, like cleaning up sips systems. How are we communicating? How are we marketing differently? Like, we have I've just spent the last year working hard. Um, And and I mean, and it has paid off. Um, I'm, you know, have a lot of healthy habits that are happening right now. I've started doing intermittent fasting, I'm feeling a lot more energy, I'm drinking water, I'm stretching, you know, so I've implemented a lot of things, because 2020 insisted on it. Um, 2020 insisted that if you were going to stay afloat, mentally, physically, professionally, you had to adapt and improve. And, you know, a lot of the clutter in our life was already removed. So like, you know, a lot of times people might look to their goals, and they might have like, things like I want to spend more time with family. Well, 2020 kind of allowed a lot of that, you know, I want to do more reading. So there's a lot of things that people look for their goals. And 2020 kind of insisted that I not wait until the new year to start doing them. I've been doing them all year. So when I look at 2021, and I go like, okay, do I have to work harder? Is that really what needs to happen? Um, And I don't know that it is. Like, I don't know that working harder, doing more of what I'm already doing is what is going to work. So, doubling down at this point for me seems impossible. You know, if I want to get healthier, like I kind of want to just keep focusing on a lot of the good habits that I'm doing. So, the number one thing I need when I look at like okay, how how am I approaching this? Like this cluster of a time where I'm supposed to be reflecting and looking forward, is the biggest thing I need is to allow more margin for God to show up in my life. Like that's the number one thing that I really sucked at this year is my personality. The you know, when iron's on the fire, is the feet over the fire? I think it's feet over the fire. Yeah. Like when your feet are to the fire, like I grabbed control. And I don't know if that was right. I don't know if that was wrong. But like, when I I had a week where we literally were 100 patients less than we normally average. Yeah, you bet that I'm going to like, step in, take control and start taking action. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm saying is a lot of 2020 was that and now when I'm like, okay, I'm kind of breathing a little bit and looking at 2021. I'm like, think I might need to, uh, let go of a little more control and allow God to step in and do some things from this mess. Uh, because I can't work harder. I need to simplify more, allow more bandwidth for him to show up. So when I look at what my focus should be, um, because you know, I, I need to have something. I can't. I, I believe in having direction. I believe in having a plan. And whether you want to call that resolutions or not, like that's okay. I don't. I don't care what we call it. But like, to me, this year, I'm not going to sit down and go like, okay. I am going to make $50,000 more this year, I am going to lose seven pounds, I am going to travel to six countries, I'm going to run four half marathons. That's like, what things I would have used to do. And like, I would like all of that to happen, obviously. But when I go like, that doesn't feel right. For me. Right now, I look at that and go, "Oh my god, that's exhausting." I don't know if I have it in me to do that. So when I go, "Okay, well, what what should my focus be? What should my plan be?" I turn to my good old friend, the Enneagram. Now, if you are new to the show, welcome. Um, I hope twenty twenty one serves you well. But what you need to know is, I have a little bit of an obsession with the Enneagram. You may know this or not, I'm an Enneagram 3. We are called the achievers, the performers. Um they're they're ah, they're terrible people. Oh my god. We are ter- but everybody thinks their Enneagram is terrible, right? Except for sevens, they're great except they don't feel emotions. But neither do threes. Anyways, um so when I go and look up what a healthy 3, like what are the behaviors of a healthy 3? They are self accepting, they're inner directed, they're authentic, um, they're modest, they're charitable, self deprecating. Um, there's a lot of heart and they're gentle and kind. So when I go like, okay, yes, that sounds, that sounds like a good game plan, um, but really is stillness. It's the number one thing that a three needs is more stillness looking in 2021. Now, depending on other Enneagrams, um, you may need something completely different. And this is where I was saying like, you know, for instance, a one, an Enneagram one may need to work on getting out of their comfort zone more next year. Um, a two may need to kind of refine themselves, they may have got themselves caught up in just caring for everyone else this past year. Um, A four may have lost their touch with their creative side. And so they may need to be looking into incorporating more play. Fives, fives tend to like hunker down. So oh man, fives, this was your year. (laughs) Like you were like, self isolating, no problem. I got this. Um, So you may need to expand yourself a little more, whatever that means for you. Um, a six, you know, a six, I don't know. I know I'm, which what's ironic is I know the least about six and threes are supposed to go to six when they're healthy. So if that doesn't tell you something, um, you know, a six is going to lean into security, finding, staying steady, kind of probably getting away from the news and a lot of things like that, step away from fear, Uh, sevens, you guys got to you're kind of like me, you just got to stop still ground yourself into a few things instead of many, Uh, really like deepen your roots into a couple things versus spreading yourself so thin. Eights. You guys, man, Um, you probably just need to find some play and like joy. Um, Allow yourself to feel happiness, because you you know, you've earned it. And nines, uh, peace and thrive in that like harmony, lean into this year of just seeking peace, allow yourself to step out and see uh, things that you might be harmonious with kind of find yourself again, like again, for whatever Enneagram, each one needs a completely different thing. For me, For threes, it's stillness. And when I look at like a healthy three, they're self-accepting, they're all these things. And it's like, okay. So how does that mesh with what like my soul and my evolution as a human, how does that mesh with more traditional goals that I would have done in the past? Okay. Because like I want to make more money. Like, yeah, that's that's always on the goal list is more money. But what I'll do is I'll continue the healthy habits that I've had to lean into in 2020. So I'm going to like really look back and go like, okay, in order to make more money, I need to be the best leader I can be. What am I already doing? What have I had to do in 2020 that I'm just going to continue doing? Um, You know, and for me, that was showing up, not fearful, for my patient for my patients and for my staff for being extremely flexible with my staff letting them know that I've got them um trusting them so we're doing certain things at the clinic that has me micromanaging less cuz I'm a micromanager cuz I'm a workaholic right like um so You know, we're enacting things like that that allows me to not be micromanaging some more and trusting my staff. So, like, looking at 2020 and, like, okay, these are the healthy things that we're doing. Here's how, here's what we're going to bring into 2021 with me and go, like, okay, what not healthy habits have I done? And looking at kind of getting rid of some of those. So, you know, looking, I need to be, more authentic, and charitable? Well, with making more money, maybe that should be a goal is like looking at how much money did I donate in 2020? Can I tether a healthy portion of my personality to the goal of making more money of like, okay, I want to make more money, but I want to do it to be more charitable. Because like anybody's personality or Enneagram type, the motivations of why, like that's why an Enneagram is very different than personalities. It's all about your motivations behind your behavior. So my behavior, I can continue to focus on like more healthy habits, less unhealthy habits. But can I change the motivation behind them? So if I in the past would have said, I want to lose five pounds, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. It's on everybody's, not everybody's, but you know, whatever, um, it's been on mine for the last 20 years. So that would mean at like 14, eh, probably, I don't know. So, you know, if that wants to be if that is my goal, that behavior, what am I doing that's right, looking back and going like, okay, so what have I had to do this year to stop the hemorrhaging of, just stress eating. Well, I had to really start looking at the amount of sugar that was coming in, I really needed to address how much caffeine and water and alcohol. And again, like I said, I'm doing a lot of great things because 2020 insisted upon it. Uh, In order for me to not come out of 2020. With like literally 20 pounds heavier, I had to step in being like, okay, I need to be healthier about this. But the growth of me as a human doesn't want to just put down, lose 10 pounds, I want to go like, okay, I want to continue to get healthier. I'm going to keep doing these things that I have started doing. And what should be the motivation behind it? Like, you know, less negative self talk is the biggest one for me as an Enneagram three. So we are very vain. I told you threes are the worst. No, you know, like we're very image conscious. And I've shared multiple times on the podcast, what that often has me doing is very negative self talk about my body. So I want to get healthy, I'm going to keep doing the actions that like the good habits that I've picked up, I'm going to try and assess the unhealthy habits, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, But what how can I change the motivation behind it? An unhealthy three wants to lose weight so they're skinnier and look great in a bikini and everyone can be like, oh my God, how does she do it? Um, a healthy three is wants to get healthier and have a better relationship with their body. So hopefully this is making sense. It's kind of this like cluster, but like... 2020 and 2021 is is a cluster. It's not a clean time. Like anybody who says here's exactly how you need to approach 2021. I don't know, I'm skeptical of because it's like, really, you figured this out. Um, So I'm just looking at these goals that I would traditionally do and trying to go at them with a healthy motivation, not an unhealthy motivation. So we've talked about the healthy habits a lot, you know, but let's talk about some of the unhealthy habits. I saw something on Instagram the other day. And, you know, it was like some skinny 20 year old sorry to all the skinny 20 year olds listening. I love you guys. Um, But you know, it was just like, don't tell me you don't have time. You know, you if you have time to watch Netflix for an hour, you've got time to work out for an hour. And I'm like, okay, I get where you're going there. But I watch Netflix from eight to 9pm. I cannot. I can't replace that time with working out. And you may be going, yes, you can learn, you just don't want it. Like, no, no, I can't. And I've made this mistake in the past when looking at goals and going like, okay, because the number one thing for goals is go like, how are you going to achieve them, right? Um, you can't just write something down and like, make it into fruition. So in the past, when I've been like, okay, I'm going to lose weight, well, I need to work out more. And so I'm like, when am I going to work out? Well, instead of watching Netflix, I'll work out at night, because I, I just don't work out after work. I can't, I'm just mentally exhausted. And for some people, they, doing something physically exhausting works, it just doesn't for me. So I've made that lie to myself where I've said, all right, when the kids go to bed, I'm going to work out and it doesn't happen and I set myself up for failure. In my mind, I failed, but I really didn't go about it in a, like, a good way at all. Like that wasn't fair to me to even set myself up for failure like that. So let's look at these unhealthy habits and go like, why are they happening? Why are you, why is it so impossible for me to replace Netflix time with working out? So instead of forcing something into that, okay, I'm going to make that swap going like, okay, well, why am I doing the unhealthy thing in the first place? So if you want to eat less sugar, like, okay, well, why are you reaching for the sugar? Is it because you're tired? Is it because you're numbing? Like, you know, for a lot of people, you can go, you know what, I'm just going to swap that snack with baby carrots. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to work. For most people, like they're not reaching for M&Ms because they just need food in their mouth to chew, you know, you're reaching for sugar, because you're numbing. And that does like this sets off this whole hormonal thing inside your body of cortisol and dopamine and all this stuff. And carrots aren't going to do it. So let's assess and like, okay, so I'm craving a dopamine rush, or I'm tired, or I'm not like break down that unhealthy habit. And I don't even like calling it an unhealthy habit, because I think that's shaming. Like, watching Netflix, like the fact that we say like, Oh, like, do we need to be perfect humans for all 24 hours of the day? Um, but going like, okay, so I don't know an unideal un- mm-hmm. habit an ineffective action that you typically isn't going to result in meeting many life goals, unless your goal is to finish the queen's Gambit by a certain time, then, hey, you're meeting your goal. But anyway, so these, these habits that we do that don't tend to project us forward in our goals, we'll we'll call it that instead of unhealthy. You know, why are they there? And how can we look at different areas of our life? And maybe that will change the need for that thing. So instead of saying, I am going to swap out baby carrots for M&Ms, look back more and go like, okay, so what's happening here? All right, you're doctors, like my brain is craving this like actual sugar, because of what it does to my body. All right, why am I craving that? So that I do I need more joy? Right? So instead of going like, I'm gonna force this and swap well, why am I craving dopamine? I'm obviously not getting dopamine other places in my life. So how can I seek out dopamine in a healthy way? And like, I don't know, you nutrition buffs are like, maybe it's not dopamine that happens, blah, blah, blah. You, you should get the point though, right? So if I'm looking for Netflix at the end of the night, because I'm so just tired, where, why am I so mentally exhausted? And how can I modify that? So it doesn't write down on a list to get checked off. Like that's kind of where we're going with this whole thing is, I wanna become a better human in 2021. That's my goal, there it is. And I don't think on the eve of 2021, I'm gonna be able to check it off, but I'm gonna look at my Enneagram because, you know, for each of us, we need to focus on different things to become a more evolved, better version of ourselves. And it's going to be a pretty good cue. I promise if you know your Enneagram type and you go and look up, uh, I recommend the Enneagram Institute.com, And they're gonna, it's gonna tell you a healthy five is this. And it's probably going to sit with your soul like, oh, yeah, I want to work towards becoming that. So then mash it up with your goals and go like, so this is these are the things I need to do. And I'm sorry that it might not feel like you've accomplished something as the achiever. I really like checking things off. Um, But we're kind of getting to this point as humans that like, this is what we need to do. The world doesn't need us to be skinnier. The world needs us to love ourselves more and be healthier. Like we need our immune systems more than ever. The world doesn't need us to be richer. The world needs us to get our message out to more people because they need what we have. And then with our abundance, we need to be able to support our community. Like having a business that is hiring people and providing jobs and donating money and like throwing events that bring happiness to people like the world needs that. So look at these goals and go like, what does the world need of me? And how do I become that person? And it's just going to hopefully transform everything, because it doesn't feel right to just sit down and list 10 things that will make me feel better about me and my life. Um, It just feels weird after the year we've had, it feels like we're all going to need to kind of do this together. And the world needs who you were made to be. I literally have that as a quote in my office. So you know, kind of one of the last things is we talked about making room for God to show up, um, just continuing to be this best person, but like, what do you want to manifest in? And this is we're circling, we circled around this, the whole thing of like, it's okay to say you want to manifest in uh, more abundance, you want to manifest in more ideal patience. you want to manifest in a peloton. Kirby, I want a Peloton and a hot tub anyways. um, So who's that person then? Like, because we talked about this a few episodes ago, where it's like, manifesting isn't just writing things down on a list and saying like, I want a Peloton, I want a Peloton, I want a Peloton. It's going like, okay, who is the person that Peloton's a really bad example because it's like who is the person who manifests in a Peloton? I don't I don't know what the answer to that is, um, but like looking going like okay, you want more abundance, you can't just write that down. You can't just write down like I want more money. Like who's the person? Well, you can. You just might not get it. What is that type of person that attracts that? So it's a different thing. It's uh, it's talking about energy, more than just like, well, that person wakes up at 5am, and they write down their goals, and they grind and they hustle. And like, yeah, maybe that is the truth. I just i like I said in the beginning, I just I can't go into 2021. On January first being that person, I don't have it in me. I hustled my ass off in 2020. I need to focus on some different things in 2021. Um, Otherwise, I'm gonna die of a heart attack at 34. So going like, okay, what is the energy of the person who attracts in a couple episodes, episodes ago, we talked about like love and joy and abundance. Those are literally higher energy frequencies, like vibrational frequencies, so I can't fear myself into that. I can't hate myself into that. And so again, are you going to be able to look at the end of 2021 and cross off a list like I elevated my energy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Unless you have like an energy monitor that actually tells you what frequency you're energizing, energizing vibrating at which I don't know if that exists. Does that exist? Somebody tell me. I don't think so. Um, Speaking of frequencies, I, you know, I think that they say like a 1000 is the highest that a human body can ever vibrate at. And like they say, like, and the only person to ever do it was Jesus Christ. And I'm like, and when I heard that, I was like, that's really cool. But then I'm like, wait, how do we know that? Do we know that? I don't know. But whatever i digress less tangents in 2021 boom um so this is complicated that's kind of what all of this is saying is like if you feel weird writing a bunch of stuff down in 2021 you are not alone if you feel icky when you get an email um from some website that I don't know how they have your email and it's like how to crush your goals in 2021 and you're like oof that language doesn't feel good to me right now you are not alone if you rested in 2020 girl and you are like lace up those tennis shoes i'm going after it you go i don't want you to feel bad about what you're doing this is more to everyone who's tired to everyone who wants 2021, like wants more of the great parts of 2020, and like, less of the bad parts. And you just not sure what you're how to go about it. This episode was for you. So I love you. And um you know, let's, uh let's do good things this year together. Let's, let's come together, because the world needs us to truly be Better humans. So, peace, love, joy. I hope that you are having a fantastic beginning of your year. And if you need to throw yourself a New Year's Eve party in March, because that's when you're like, hey, you know what? I rested. I feel really good, and like that's okay. Do that. I encourage you to do that. Um, Like I've told you, my birthday is more that for me than New Year's has been the last couple times. So. Just don't feel that pressure. You're not a lazy person if you don't have a list of what you're going to accomplish this year, but do put some thought into it. You know, you're just listening to this episode, whether you realize it or not, you put thought into it. So, great job. So, let's have a great year together. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I'll see you next week. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, plus they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.